to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. God's got great plans. Amen, amen, amen. Y'all expecting? Get ready, get ready. Prepare your heart. Remember what we talked about last week? Shake off whatever you need to shake off. Let go of the weak. Let go of that attitude. Let go of that stress. And let God's word into your heart. Let God's word into your heart transforming your life. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, we're on. We're talking about matters of the heart. Come on, matters of the heart, part three, let's go. Because let me tell you, life can be hard. Can I get a witness? Can I get an amen? Can, right? Life is hard sometimes. But we got to take responsibility to maintain a sensitive heart. A sensitive heart. A while back, I heard a, a quote. I heard a, actually, I heard a really awesome woman of God talking about having a soft heart with thick skin. And I remember thinking like, wow, what? Like in ministry? Yeah, I want to have a soft heart, a tender heart towards God. But what, I want to have thick skin towards the world. I want to have thick skin. Like, you know what? You can't cut me. You can't cut me, right? Because my heart is sensitive to the things of God. My heart is sensitive to the will of God. My heart is sensitive. Come on, our heart, right? Our heart. Life can be hard, but we got to take responsibility to maintain a sensitive heart to God's word, to God's plan, to God's will, to God's purposes, and especially to God's promises. So we gotta be, we gotta have a heart sensitive to God's promises. Because let me tell you, when them gas prices go up, when them chicken prices go up, when all these prices are going up, what are you gonna hold on to? Are you gonna hold on to the word? Are you gonna hold on to the promises of God that are yes and amen over your life? Yes and amen over your finances? Yes and amen over your health? Yes and amen over your children? Yes and amen over your relationships? Can I get an amen? Yes. And amen. That's right. We got to maintain a sensitive heart to the things of God because the world is after our heart. It's after our attention, right? Because it wants to crush our soul. It wants to crush our soul and say, you can't do this. You'll never overcome. You'll be stuck in a rut just like your parents, just like this, just like that, just like everybody else. Everybody else getting let, off, get let go, you're going to get let go. No. That's not my promise. Come on. That's not my Jesus. And I am not a slave to the job. Come on. Do you believe in the word of God? Do you believe in his promises? Because then we just get to find a new job. Let's go, whatever. Don't be afraid. Do not fear, right? Our heart becomes sensitive to what we focus on. You know, when you're in a fresh relationship, it's brand new. All you can do is think about that person, right? You're focused on, focused on, focused on, focused on. Ooh. I mean, your, your, your little phone dings like, <gasps> Oh, right? It's for real. Because your heart is sensitive because it's all you're focused on. Let's get focused on the Word of God. Let's get sensitive to the will of God. Let's get sensitive and excited and encouraged by the promises of God. That is why we're going to be sensitive to. Our heart is sensitive to what we focus on. And our heart becomes hard to what we disregard, what we neglect, and what we ignore. And you know what we need to disregard and what we need to neglect and we need to ignore is the things of this world. 
the system of this world and how this world operates, right? Because we're of God's kingdom. And he has a kingdom principles, and that's what we're going to live by. Give, and it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Come on, we'll be put into your lap, into your bank account. To, let's go. You believe God's word or not. And that's why the enemy's after your belief, right? If he can get you distracted, then what you start to do is you start to disregard, you start to neglect, and you start to ignore God's word and his plan and his purpose, and your heart starts to become cold towards the things of God. I'm not sure if God will. I'm not sure if God's able. Let me tell you, our God is able. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could ask or think. Y'all ready to believe? Come on. It's our year of going beyond. Well, let's go beyond, beyond in every area, right? In every area. We are not going to allow our hearts to be hard towards the things of God. Because our, it's automatic. It's automatic. Hey, yeah, it's automatic. What you're focusing on, then you're going to produce that fruit. You're going to produce that fruit, right? A hard heart makes us spiritually cold, and we get stuck in a rut. Anybody been there? When you start to get spiritually cold, you don't even remember the last time you picked up your Bible. You don't even remember the last time you put on a worship song that, you know, just you hear worship at church. You know, like, hey, everything, everything else is like, not, not worship. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Do you know, I'm just saying, like, you get cold, right? When we have a hard heart, we get cold to the things of God. We get stuck in a rut, and we get in a loop of failure. Anybody feel like your life is in a loop? It's on repeat. You're on repeat. You may be in a different relationship, but it's got the same attitude. It's got the same stank. It's got the same smell. Come on. All of a sudden, you got this. It's the same. You got a new job. It's the same situation with the same this. Oh, I need to get a new job. I need to get a new job. I need to get a new relationship. I need to get a new relationship. I need to get a new church. I need to get a new, I need to get new kids. No, you can't. They're yours. <laughs> You know what you need to do is get your heart sensitive to the word of God. You need to get your heart focused on the things of God and God's will and God's plan and God's purposes. And that is what's going to fuel you and excite you, right? Because sugar begets sugar. I keep saying this, right? It's like, you know, just the cheat day turns into the cheat week, turns into the cheat month, turns into a cheat year, turns into chunky monkey. That's what happens, right? It's this facts all of us right it's the fruit it produces so sugar begets sugar and let me tell you shopping begets shopping you know you've been good you've been on budget all of a sudden oh I found some cute shoes I don't smoke I don't do drugs I don't cuss I shop <laughs> right it's just it's a meme it's a meme but I'm just saying you know what I mean so shopping begets shopping all of a sudden you got new shoes but you need an outfit to fit them shoes so if you got a new fit then you need this and you need that oh well all of a sudden I need anybody right it all begets something it all we get and eating begets eating but let me tell you giving begets giving and when you start diving into the word of God you get hungry you get passionate about the things of God you get excited about what God is doing the moment you start serving in ministry you get so excited about helping in them kids you can't wait to see those kids and those kids can't wait to see you you can't wait for the opportunity you can't wait for your name to be on that calendar so that you can serve you're so prepared. You are so excited because it begets it. 
Generosity begets generosity. It's not just the negative. We got to flip the script and turn it into a positive. So that hunger begets hunger for spiritual truth. And you'll start to be satisfied in the word of God, in the things of God. And you'll start to know God's will and God's plan for your life for your life and for your family and those decisions that you got to make and that you got to decide and you got to lead. You got to guard your heart. What are you guarding? You're guarding the word of God in there. And we're gardening out all the bitterness, all the jealousy, all, all the traumas, all the stress, all the anxiety. We're going to garden those things out and we're going to guard the word of God in our life, right? We're going to be stuck in a loop of failure. We want a heart that is sensitive to the will of God. We want a heart that is so sensitive to God's plan and God's will. What's the will of God that you get salty? Come on. You get salty. We're the salt. We are light. Both of those have influence. It's time to stop trying to be an influencer and just influence. I can't wait. People just want to get up here. They want to be on the stage. People just want to be an influence. You know the greatest impact that you'll ever make is your children, is your spouse, is those kids and the people around you. Let me tell you, because it's easy to be nice at church. It's easy to be friendly at the grocery store. It's easy to be like all, you know, come on. But then when you see people in your house, you see them every day, you're like, what? Have you brushed your teeth yet? What? You stank. There is where, there's where you're going to actually be a spiritual person, walking in patience, kindness, goodness, long-suffering. Nobody likes that one. Put that in your vows. We're going to suffer long together. Marry somebody you could suffer with. Somebody who's going to be by your side. And they're never going to leave you. Come on, that's Jesus. <laughs> but marry somebody who's got that same values. Come on, got that same standard, right, for their life. Amen? We only know the will of God through the word of God. That's how we know the will of God. What is God's will for me? What is God's will? Find it in the word of God. Proverbs 2.2 says, Make your ear. Look at your neighbor and say, make. We forget these little words. It says, make your ear attentive to skillful and godly wisdom and direct your heart, direct your mind to understanding. Apply all your power to the quest for it. How many of you have been applying all your power to the quest for godly wisdom and understanding? Because we hear the word, right? We hear the scripture, and sometimes it goes right over our head. What? But are you directing all of your power to get understanding of that word? It's time. Come on. We in the last days. It's time to wake up and pay attention. How does the word of God apply to our everyday life? This is the battle right here. Let me tell you, we have to make our ear attentive to godly wisdom. Let me tell you how many things are calling out, whispering in your ear, sweet notes of, pay attention to me. You know, it's like the, any, any moms in here, mom, 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 mom. I'm changing my name for today. Not a mom, but been there. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? The whole world, the whole day is after your attention. It's after your ear. And what are you going to do? You're going to make your ear attentive to godly wisdom. And to understanding. God, give me understanding of the word of God. 
God, give me understanding of this scripture. God, I came for the word today. Give me understanding of the word that's going forth and how it applies to my life, how it applies to my relationships, how it applies to my finances, how it applies to my children. Come on, how it applies to my legacy. Father, give me understanding. When you're putting all your power, all of your focus towards that, Boom, you're going to be illuminated with the word of God, with revelation, with understanding. And you can start applying the word to your everyday life. Come on, make your ear attentive to godly wisdom. We have to direct our heart and our minds towards understanding. I need understanding, understanding, right? Let me tell you, you can know something. It's a whole nother thing to understand it. And you want to know when you can understand it? When you can teach it to somebody in a basic level. You can teach it to them, not like, with big words. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anybody presented something at school? You're talking all these big words. You have no idea what you're talking about. No idea. Here we are, Christians, big spiritual words, ain't got no idea what we're talking about. No, we need spiritual understanding. We need godly wisdom, character, and integrity in our everyday life, right? Fixing our eyes on Jesus and be diligent to understand spiritual truths. This is that diligence, that perseverance, right, that we got to endure, endure, endure. we got to every day diligently seek after understanding of spiritual truths, making God's word Godly wisdom and understanding our priority. Not, not our on the back burner. Not maybe when I get to it, I'll read a scripture right before I go to bed just to slide one in God. Yeah, I got a scripture in, right? You know, no, make it the priority of our life. We're going to set the tone of our day with God first. We're going to set the tone of our day seeking godly wisdom for our everyday life. If you're an entrepreneur, seek godly wisdom. Come on, a businessman, a father, a mother, whatever it is. If you're a mom at home with any children under the age of anything, you better seek godly wisdom. You don't kill nobody, you know what I'm saying? You need godly wisdom that when your husband comes home, they're all right there. Here you go. And the husband says, listen to your mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's the dads, you know. My dad said, girls, <gasps> we shook. My mom got the paddle. She got the slapping. We like, <laughs> you done? <laughs> But let me tell you, the dad's in the home. Come on. We're about to celebrate Father's Day. We love and we honor every dad. Come on. You play an important part. Come on. You are valuable to the family. We need you leading the homes, guiding the homes. How? With godly wisdom. With God at the center. God is a priority. It starts with you, dads, just encouraging you. Woo-wee. Yeah. It's time to get laser focused on our relationship with Jesus and the word. How do we get laser focused? Right? If that, if that laser is the light beams all over the place, it's not going to do nothing. We got to get laser focused. We got to focus in on our personal relationship with Jesus. It's not about her relationship. It's not about their relationship. For you, it's not about my relationship. It's about your personal relationship with Jesus. Spend time with him. It's about your personal relationship with the word. Let me tell you, you got a personal note from God. Read it. Read it. You got so much right here for you. Make it personal. Put your name in there. There's no book of Sasha. But let me tell you, I read Sasha all over the place in here, right? It's funny when your name is in the Bible. You're like, yeah. Anyways, right? 
Get laser focused. Jesus said in Mark 4, 26, the kingdom of God as if a man should scatter seed in the ground. Come on, what does the ground represent? Our hearts. And should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how for the earth yields crops automatically by itself. Come on, this is referring to our hearts. Our hearts will automatically produce fruit from the seed sown. We're talking about matters of the heart, right? It's automatic. The seed sown will produce. The seed sown will produce. We don't know how, but we know it produces. Come on, those weeds, they just get a little bit of water. All of a sudden, the, the monsoons come in. You look outside, you got a million weeds. You're like, what? What happened? You go by day, you see them, you sleep by night, you rise up, they multiplied. <laughs> that seed is producing. Come on, it's producing automatically. This is why we have to guard our heart above all out because it determines the course of our life. How many of you don't want your life off course anymore? Come on, we want to be right on course with God's will and God's plan, right? This is why we got to guard our heart. Our heart is our soul. Our minds, our will, our emotions, our conscience, that's the stuff that gets off. That's the stuff that gets distracted. Come on, anybody get caught in their feels, getting emotional, you're just like, Rah! or whatever, right? Things get to the best of you. You overthinking, you complicating things, you critical thinking, or whatever, being judgmental. That's your soul. That's talking about your heart. God sees us through the spirit. Look at your neighbor and say, you are a spirit, your true self is a spirit. You are a spirit. Let me tell you, if you've ever seen somebody go home to be with Jesus, you've ever seen, you've ever seen just a body there. Let me tell you, you look at that body and you're like, that's not my nana. You look at that body and you're like, oh, no, 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 that's not them. And you realize in that moment that this is just a body. This is not who I am. This is not who you are. You are a spirit. And God sees you through the spirit, right? You have a soul. That's our minds, our will, our intellect, our emotions. And that's what we need to guard. That's what we need to protect, right? That's what we need to watch over. And this, if the spirit is leading us, the soul and the body will always follow. They'll always follow. Let me tell you, I've been through some stuff. I've been through some stuff physically with my health. And let me tell you, my spirit man is so strong that on paper, my body should be in bed. But let me tell you, it is not. Because my body is a follower. My spirit is the real me. And my soul, my heart, my mind, my will, my intellect is connected to the spirit. My soul, my mind, my will, my intellect is transformed by the renewing of my mind to the word of God. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. God's got a testimony to speak forth through me. I will not allow the enemy to hold me back, to hold me down. You can, I'm just telling you, I'm just letting you know, we all go through stuff. This is, life happens. Sometimes you're like, oh, not them, no, no. Let me tell you, all of us, be kind. People are going through things. People go through stuff, be encouraging, be uplifting, be praying, be thinking about others. When your life becomes about others, stuff happens you could care less because the seed sown in the ground, only heaven will tell like what our life truly meant to other people. 
So we're just going to keep on going, right? Doesn't matter what happens. The Spirit leads us. This is how you know if you're being led by the Spirit. So you walk around like this. Not. That's a lie, right? This is how you know if you walk in the Spirit. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Get your notebooks out. You ready? You will produce the fruit of the Spirit. There ain't nothing spooky about the fruit of the Spirit. Paul said in Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Come on, let me tell you, peace. (laughs) You walk in the Spirit because a storm is going wild, but you are at peace. Why? Because you found it on the rock. You found it on Jesus. You got a firm foundation, right? Peace, long-suffering. There's that long-suffering I was talking about. How many of you don't want to suffer long? Fruit of the Spirit. Kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control. What fruit are you producing in life? I want to be producing the fruit of the Spirit, right? All over the place. That's how we're known as Jesus followers. That's how we're known as disciples of Jesus. Why? Because we are producing fruit for others to partake of, of, love, of love, of joy, of peace. We are there to offer peace to this world. We are there to offer love to this world. We are there to offer hope. Come on, faith. What are you producing? Our heart and soul will automatically produce fruits from the seeds sown. It's automatic. Hey, I don't remember that song, so it's got to be old. (laughs) Friends may come and friends may go, but you should know that because I got your back. It's automatic. That's the song. It's got to be the 90s. (laughs) Anyways, it was there. Somebody was pulling it out. That was for somebody. That was to encourage one of you guys. Who was it? (laughs) It's automatic. Come on, if we allow a hard heart of unbelief in our soul, it turns us away from the things of God. It turns us away from the things of God, and then we become cold and insensitive and unfeeling and unyielding to God and his word and his voice and his will and his plan and his promises. We can't even hear his promises. We can't even believe them when we allow a hard heart of unbelief in our soul. That's why we got to guard our heart above all else. Guard your heart from unbelief. We believe that God is able. We believe that God is faithful. We believe, come on, that we are more than conquerors. We believe the word is of God is seed, right? If you want to harvest from the seed of the word of God, then you got to plant it. You got to plant the word of God. Come on, right here. The word's going out. Seeds are going out. They're getting planted. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Are you inclining your ear? Are you making your ear pay attention, right? Are you inclining your heart, directing your heart? We got to get the seed of the word planted. We got to protect the word. We've got to water the word, right? We got to treasure the word. We've got to hide the word. We got to study the word. We've got to keep the word and we've got to watch over the word, right? With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Guard your heart. Guard your heart and guard that word of God so that it can flourish and that you can have maximum development in every area of your life of the word of God, right? Jesus said in Mark 4, 13, the farmer plants the word. Here you go. The word's going out. The word's going out, right? Some people are like the seed that falls 
on the hardened soil on the road. No sooner do they hear the word than Satan snatches it up. The word's going out. The seed's being planted. You over here distracted, thinking about this, thinking about that. What Satan snatches it away and what has been planted in their heart. And some are like the seed that lands in the gravel heart. When they first hear the word, they respond with great enthusiasm. Amen. Can I get a witness? What, what? Yeah. But there's such a shallow soil of character in their heart that when the emotions wear off, some difficulties arrive, there is nothing to show for it. The seed cast into the weeds represents the one who hears the kingdom good news. You hear God's way of doing things. You hear that hope, right? But are overwhelmed in their hearts with worry and all the things that they have to do and all the things that they want to get. The stress and anxiety strangles what they heard and nothing comes of it. Come on, here's the grounds. Which one are you going to be? We get to choose our ground. That's why we guard our heart. We guard it out, right? But, look at your neighbor and say, but, come on, but, the seed planted in the heart of the good ground. Come on, that's us here at Love Life. We are good ground. Our heart is prepared, ready for the word, represents those who hear the word. They embrace the word. Because let me tell you, sometimes the word comes for you, Right? Can I get a witness, right? He's coming for you. Correction, love corrects. So the word corrects us, guides us, gives us a standard. So those who are good ground, they embrace it. They protect it. They treasure it. They hide it. They study it. They keep it. And they watch over it. And let me tell you, you want to know what they produce? They produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. They produce a harvest in every area of their life, right? They're producing a harvest because it's all about the heart. The heart will automatically bring forth the seed sown. The heart's going to bring forth that seed. Fill your heart with good seeds. Fill your heart with the Word of God. This is why we read the Word of God. This is why it's important. Not to get brownie points, not to get in with God. You're already in with God, right? You read the word to build your belief. <laughs> you read the word to help you, help your soul, right? Fill your heart with good seeds. Our heart becomes sensitive to what we focus on. Focus on Jesus. Come on, focus on the goodness of God. Focus on faith is our victory. Focus on helping others. Focus on encouraging others. And stop focusing on the problem. Stop focusing on the world and the news and its system, right, and the gas prices. Stop focusing on the problem. Stop focusing on the world. Stop focusing on fear. Stop focusing on it. Stop focusing on trash. Stop focusing on trash, trashy stuff. You know what I mean? You know, you know what's trash. We got to stop focusing on it. And I'm not talking about the literal trash. Take the trash out. Stop focusing on trash and stop focusing on the unbelief. Whatever you focus on, you magnify. You make it bigger and bigger. Magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord, not the problem. Build yourself up in faith by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. The word of God. Paul said in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. What is faith, guys? Faith is belief. 
Come on, faith is the substance of things confidently expected. Your confident expectation is your true belief. That's what you are believing for. It could be a negative or a positive. Let's flip the script and make it a positive. We're going to believe the word of God. No matter what, no matter how long, no matter why, we're going to believe the word of God as the ultimate truth in our life, and that's what we're going to stand on, right? That's our faith, and that's our belief. The way we cancel unbelief is building up our belief in the word of God. So if you're dealing with unbelief in any area, you're dealing with unbelief in your finances, like you need that house, you guys need that car, you need an extra bedroom, you over here multiplying kids left and right. We need this and we need that. What are you focused on? You focus on the promises of the word of God. You're focusing on giving and it be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shake together. What are you focusing on? Focus on the word. Focus on the promise. Come on. That confident expectation, that's how we cancel unbelief, is to focus and build our belief in the word of God. God says that you are valuable. God says that you are dearly loved. Come on, God says that you are redeemed. God says that you are set free. God says that you are healed. God says that you are lacking nothing. Anybody lacking something? Because God says that we are lacking no nothing, right? God says we are fully satisfied and fulfilled in him. God says that we are prosperous. Look to the word. What does God's word say about you get your name written in that bible right meditate on what he says and then you're ready for the then then you'll have good success how many are ready for some good success i'm ready for some good success right then we will have good success it's like if and then it's not about you doing this and doing that but if you do this this fruit will produce does that make sense right we want to produce good fruit joshua 1 8 this book of the law, come on, this book of the law, we got the whole book right here. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then, when? Then. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then, come on, when? Then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and have good courage. Take courage. Don't let your heart be troubled. Take courage. Be strengthened by the word of God. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Come on. When we meditate on the word day and night, we will automatically produce fruit from the seeds planted. We're going to start flourishing those seeds, having maximum development. Some 30, come on. Some 60, come on. Some 100 fold. How many are ready for 100 times, right? 100 times on that seed. Yes. Amen. Jesus said in Mark 4.20, but these are the ones sown on good ground. Come on, love life. We're the good ground. Come on. We're the few. We're the laborers. That's us. Those who hear the word. We hear the word. We accept the word. We don't get offended by the word. We don't get, you know, mm -hmm. she said, what? They said, what? If, then, what? It should just happen. No. We're going to hear the word. We're going to be offended by the word. We're going to accept the word, and we're going to bear fruit. Hear, accept, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. If you are filling your heart with depressing, anxiety-filled, violent, fearful, sickness, 
trashy, scandalous, come on, gossipy. I just got to get caught up with my gossip news. So-and-so, what, what, what happened? So-and-so, these stars did what, what? Oh, my gosh, she got what? Let me tell you, stars should never be your goals, okay? Like, oh, this is my goals when, when I'm her age. She ain't even her age. She fake, okay? I mean, nobody's, nobody's ugly. You just broke. That's what it is in this world, okay? I'm being for real. That shouldn't be your goal. The word of God should be your goal. Long life should be your goal. Prosperous and good health should be your goal. You should go on a hike and not die. That should be your goal. You go for a walk. <laughs> Talking about this star is your goal. I'm sorry. That was for somebody. Woo. That's for me. We should be in walking in good health being confident in the will of God and the promises of God, right? We should, that's what should be our goal, not tra- trashy, scandalous news. Oh, so-and-so did what? No, these TV shows, come on, the music, music, all of it, TV shows, all the socials, come on, what are you listening to? What are you watching? YouTube channels and even all the world news. You know what's wild? It's like back in the day, you just got to know the news in your neighborhood. You got to know the news. You had to read the Arizona Republic. You'd read the paper. Now you have world news, world disaster right there in your hands. So-and-so lost this and that, and there goes your heart, scattered and distracted by all the things. And what is that doing? Stealing the word of God, stealing the word, stealing your focus. No, not us, not us, come on. The heart will automatically bring forth fruits from the seed sown. Watch what seeds are being planted in your heart. Are they seeds of fear, seeds of depression, seeds of anxiety? No, not us, not here, not at Love Life. We're having seeds of the word of God full of joy and peace and hope, confident expectation that our God is able, that we will get through to the other side. Jesus said we're going through to the other side. We will get through to the other side. Peace, be still. Whatever you need to speak to that storm, peace, be still. Whatever fear and anxiety, peace, be still. Whatever is going on, but you need the word of God to back you up. Otherwise, you got nothing but gossipy trash stuff to fight your battle. And you know what happens? Fear, depression, anxiety, worry. No, not us. Not here. We're going to be equipped, walking in the Word of God, walking in the plan of God, right? The heart will automatically bring forth fruit from the seed sown. Set your mind on right things. Remember, Jesus said, pay attention to what you hear. There's Jesus telling you, you know when you hear something and you shouldn't be. We all do. We all hear some trash, you're like, uh, but it's sucking you in. How come the word doesn't suck you in like that? Because we're letting ourselves get hard and insensitive to the word of God. But we're going to change that. And we're going to start focusing on the word of God so that our hearts are sensitive to the things of God, Right? Let me tell you, Jesus is saying, pay attention to what you hear because your body won't go anywhere your mind hasn't already been. Jesus is talking about, like, you hate your brother, you already murdered him. What? Right, because there's your mind going, it's in your heart, you will produce the seeds. Watch it, somebody. What did he say? You lust after somebody, you already adulterous. Like, what? And there you are, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Stop. Be careful what you hear. Be careful what you see. Why? Because you're planting seeds. You're planting seeds, and the body's not going to go where the mind hasn't already been. Why? The mind plants a seed. We're going to Jack in the Box. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. What's going to happen? Boop. Body follows. <laughs> Let's go. Sorry, I planted that seed. Come on. We're going to go home. We're going to eat broccoli and vegetables, and we're going to be strong, get our workouts in. Woo! 
anyways, right? Because seeds automatically produce fruit. It's good or bad. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits, good morals, good character, and good integrity. How many of y'all know this? You're right on track. Somebody comes and interrupts your life. Whoop, whoop. It happens to all of us. Awake to righteousness. Awake to your right standing with God. We need to awake to our right standing with God, right? And do not sin. For some of you have the, for some do not have the knowledge of God. And I speak this to your shame. Paul's throwing down. That's how he rolls, right? Faith is engaged through knowledge. So don't be deceived. This is why we need the knowledge of God. This is why we got to grow in the knowledge of God. We got to grow in understanding. Second Peter 1, 2. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We've got everything that we need to live a godly life. It's not hard. Come on, it's not complicated. It's just new. It's just new. We've got to renew our mind, right? We have received all of this by Coming to know is that personal relationship, that intimate relationship with him. The one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable. How many of y'all ready to be enabled? Come on. Enabled to, for these precious promises for you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption because of its human desires. God's given us everything we need to live a godly life. He's given us great, precious promises. We just got to discover them through the knowledge of God, through the word of God, right? Evaluate your relationship with God. You know, take a heart check. When's the last time I spent some time with God? When's the last time I spent some time with worship music and I went over the scriptures and I watched the YouTube, right? When's the last time? Spend some quality time with God. Spend some quality time with his word. Go over your notes. Go over your notes from the service. Go over your notes from your service. It's so easy to be like, oh, what did I hear? What did I receive? And what's happening? The seed is being snatched away. And we want to produce 30, 60, 100 fold. Woohoo! Some, some difficulties arrive. No, not us, not here. Come on, not at Love Life. Watch the YouTubes, get it on repeat, 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 repeat. And I would love to challenge you guys, dive into Romans chapter 12. I'm serious. I, I, went, I was in youth and I challenged them. Romans chapter 12, Romans chapter 12. And you know what? Focus on one scripture. Sometimes we make it, we overcomplicate it. And we're trying to memorize chapters, trying to memorize the whole Bible. Focus on one scripture. You start your day with Romans chapter 12. You start your day, you put that on. It says that, um, that you're going to offer your body as a living sacrifice. I mean, you're like, what did she just say? What's Romans chapter 12? Anybody? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, your act of worship. You wake up in the morning and you just throughout the day focus on that I am going to present my body a living sacrifice. You know what's going to happen? You're going to start treating yourself with value. You're going to start making better decisions with your body. Why? Because it's your act of worship towards God. When you focus on just one scripture throughout the day, that's meditation. That's meditating on it. Meditate on it. Meditate on it. Meditate on it. Guard your heart. Belief starts in your heart. 
guard the word. Guard the word of God and start producing fruit, having maximum development in every area of your life. That's my desire. That's our desire here at Love Life, that you be loving God, loving people, and loving life. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys so very much. So thankful for every single one of you. How many of you receive something tonight? Ready to produce a harvest, 30, 60, 100 fold? Amen, amen, amen. Have a great night. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.